0: movie sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them but it's more than just a podcast it's also an online presence if you want to know more about movie sucktastic or want to become a part of movie sucktastic you can find us on facebook you can find us on twitter at movie sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our our own little lunch.com community for Moviesucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it.
1: You asked me once if I had told you everything there was to know about my adventures. Well, I can honestly say I have told you the truth. I may not have told you all of it. Bilbo Baggins. I'm looking for someone to share in an adventure. I can't just go running off into the blue. I am a Baggins... Wait! ...of Bag End.
2: Bilbo, allow me to introduce... Kidi, oin Oyngnoin... Darlin, Barlin, Dwarf, Hofer, Bomber, Dory, Dory, Horry, and the leader of our company, Soren Oakenshield. Far over the misty mountains cold,
1: to dungeons deep and caverns old, the Times were roaring on oh. Be responsible for his fate.
3: You'll have a
2: tale or two to tell when you come back? Can you promise that I will come back? No. And if you do, you will not be the same.
1: Bilbo Baggins. battles What is uh, is Precious.
2: You're listening to maybe Movie Sucktastic. <laughs>
3: I'll go fuck
0: yourself we'll do it live we'll do it live fuck it do it live i can i'll write it and we'll do it live fucking thing sucks yeah
3: yeah it really really does suck tonight Sorry, sorry anyway, holy. I, could, I
0: couldn't resist after like the five seconds of silence i had to jump in holy
3: <laughs> technical difficulties batman jesus fuck well, you know what it is? I'm just not used to having so many people on at the same time.
0: Well, I'm, between that I'm, I'm just out of my element, lives- I guess. Well, that live stream and uh Stratocaster whatever the hell it is and Windows 8 yeah. it's just a, it's just a nightmare.
3: Ah, <sighs> yes it is. Anyway. All right. Um- Welcome to Movie Sucktastic, everybody. A little technical difficulties, but we are here and we are live. Uh, I'm going to be doing a little editing for this podcast. Something I haven't done in probably a year.
0: Good (laughs) to keep in practice.
3: Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, uh, we have two special guests on with us tonight. We have Wes Anderson and we have Tyler Thurgood. Thank you for joining us, guys.
1: Thanks for having us.
3: No problem. Now, Scott. Yes. How do we start this?
0: Well, uh, this well, this episode is about the Hobbit. We're going to be reviewing the Hobbit, and we're going to be after that. We're, we're going to be taking a look at the uh, just today announced nominations, nominations for the two thousand twelve Oscars.
3: Well, it's the eighty fifth annual Academy Awards. Eighty fifth annual,
0: yeah. It's t- it's for two thousand twelve, but it's in two thousand thirteen. Whatever. It's the newest Oscars. It's the awards yeah.
3: for the two thousand twelve no- films. So correct. It'll it's happen in it two thousand thirteen. Yes.
0: Right, and so uh, Wes and Tyler are going to be reviewing The Hobbit with us, some guest reviewers.
3: Now, uh, one of Wes's films was nominated for Best Original Screenplay today, uh, Moonrise Kingdom.
0: <laughs> now, now, of course, we have to have a disclaimer at this point, and I've caused a, a major uh, stir. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, in one of my uh, classes recently, I'm what you would call for our new listeners an unconventional student, and um, in more ways than one because you're twice the age of every student in the class not every i've never been the oldest person in the class never because well I'm, no because always, i'm, I'm it's, always uh, one of no I've, I've never been the oldest in the class <laughs> community college there's a lot of older people taking classes still so mm. anyway you're, you're diverting from the point uh one of the classmates is uh weston anderson and uh so i told him hey dude Come on the show, review review the Hobbit for us, and I can bill you as Wes Anderson, and we can get a lot of uh, unnecessary uh, internet traffic from people who believe us the real person.
3: Ah, good so the late,
0: right? So I, you know, it's 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 sly, underhanded, and horish, and I, I figured it's a good idea.
3: Well, you know and, what? We we won't be the first whores doing it, so.
0: No, I won't be the last, and so I also <laughs> Tyler, who's uh Tyler, who's the co-editor with me on this year's Ars Poetica Literary Magazine. Uh, he told me he'd seen The Hobbit, so I invited him on as well, and happened to mention, jokingly, that Wes Anderson would be on the show. <laughs> and my my erroneous assumption was that since Tyler was also in cl- the same class with young uh, Weston, that he would get the joke. Uh-huh. And. He did not, and he proceeded to uh, become very excited and call people near and far, telling them that he was going to be talking to Wes Anderson on, on a podcast. And, and, I and, much... I,
3: and, and I will tell you why Tyler believed you.
0: And, I, and, and then I had to break his heart. I, I, and... yeah,
3: no, I, I will tell you why Tyler believed you. Because, <laughs> because he trusts you. Because you were supposed <laughs> to be his friend. And what did you do? You lied to him. You were it supposed to gain lie. the trust... Of your peers, and what did you do? You lied a, to him.
0: It was a good-natured fib that I assumed he'd be uh, figure out very quickly, and I was wrong. Now, Scott
3: tried to do this with me about a month ago, but of course, knowing him nearly half of my life, I caught on to his ruse very quickly.
0: Well, also, and also because you realized, how the fuck is Scott going to get Wes Anderson on their podcast? <laughs>
3: this, is not- al- this is also true. This is also very true.
1: I thought this was some famous podcast, and it makes a lot of sense.
3: Oh, you th- you think too much. <laughs> you it's, have to think much less with this podcast.
0: It's it's vaguely popular.
3: <laughs> it is. It's hey, we got the bandwidth to prove it. So sure. But anyway, uh, this episode sure- we're also going to be reviewing uh, the newly released Peter Jackson film, The Hobbit: An Unexpected Journey. Um, now. I'm sure everyone has all their opinions based on that. So, what do you want to do first? Do you want to do the Hobbit uh, review first, and then move we'll, on to the Oscar nominations?
0: We'll do the Hobbit first because the deal was I invited uh, Wes and Tyler on for the Hobbit. So, if they don't want to stick around after that, they can they can cut out. Especially Fine. if they're still angry with me. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure they will be. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm just very <laughs> upset that we're starting with that story because I'm upset, and now I'm just upset again.
0: <laughs> See what you're doing, Scott. You're well sub- Tyler,
3: again, your- l- let me let me reiterate. Gain the trust of your peers.
2: Tyler. Tyler, I'm sorry I'm not famous enough. <laughs> okay, Wes, I love your voice. Yeah, wait a minute. It's
0: not my fault. It's Wes's fault. <laughs> wow.
3: In therapy, we would say that is called passing the buck of blame.
0: I don't think that's a technical term. <laughs> I just made I it gotta, up. I, I just made it up. It I, is
3: now.
1: Even though Scott really hurt me today, I got to defend him. In in all the text messages and communication we had today, he was he used the words wisely. He would just say yes, he is. He never said the famous director's coming, but he really let me believe it.
3: it <laughs> well, that, well, that's it. that's what Scott'll do. He'll in, he'll in uh, it, he'll raise up your your hopes and then crush them.
0: Not oh god, fair. <laughs> not fair. Now, in my defense, too, one of his texts actually said. Is it the real Wes Anderson or Weston from class? Ha ha! And I thought, oh, he gets it, and so I didn't bother uh, to say. Obviously, yeah, he didn't answer, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was the answer enough. Oh,
1: uh,
0: uh, uh, <laughs> did, I, did I say I was sorry, Tyler? D-
1: d- sorry, they don't
0: have a word for what you are. I want. know, I know. Just <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's a curb let's with move my name on. out of somewhere. Let, Scott, Scott's done enough damage, so let's move on. Yeah,
1: yeah let's talk th- about how much Scott loves Peter Jackson.
3: Ah, let's, we, could all, we could spend hours on how much Scott truly used to love Peter Jackson. <laughs> uh, both Scott and I grew up with the Peter Jackson that many people don't know much about. Uh, most people do know about Peter Jackson in the Lord of the Rings phase, or even maybe closer... To, uh, that, like the Frighteners, and maybe even Dead Alive, uh, but Scott and I really know the the old Peter Jackson, the one that we grew up with, the one that we absolutely loved, uh, and, you know, even after Lord of the Rings, we still really liked Peter Jackson until he went and did King Kong, and then oh. went and did the Lovely Bones, and then we just had this distaste with him. I think Scott Scott more than me, but I definitely was was aggravated and pissed off myself. Uh, I think you're going to hear between Scott and I, anyway, two different reviews for The Hobbit and Unexpected Journey. Um, <laughs> I did have some issues with it, but I'm sure Scott is just going to spit pure hatred and, and just vinegar. <laughs> no, so that's, so,
0: not, that's not fair. I
3: think it is fair.
0: But, but I would like to cede the floor to our, our guest reviewers and let them take the first stab at uh, uh, just giving like a, a brief synopsis of the film and giving their own uh, review of it and what they thought initially, and then we'll we can go into the back and forth.
3: Okay. Since, anybody uh, want to go? And anyone want to go first with that? Oh, since think, Scott has I, put I, everyone on the spot, or I should say, well, our guests on the spot, who probably don't do podcasts as often as we do. Scott seems just, to do that to every guest that we have. Here, do what we do. Go.
0: yeah (laughs) it's it's called letting them talk that's 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 i'm wacky that way well Uh tell you what since wes anderson is our headline uh guest for the show he should go first
2: all right um i haven't done one of these (laughs) ever basically one of these official reviews i'll do my best all right all right
0: hang on hang on it's not an (laughs) official review don't get it's not official it's just a review so relax (laughs) okay Nothing you say is going to be dumber than whatever I say about this when we get to it, so don't worry.
2: <laughs> we'll see about that. Anyways, um, my review, my opinion of the Hobbit, regardless of uh, Peter Jackson and his uh, ethics, I guess you could call them. I thought it was a really enjoyable movie. The music was good, the acting was good, the story was good. Uh, some of the costumes, like for Radagast the Brown, especially, were a little iffy personally, but maybe that's just Lord of the Rings fantasy that I didn't see. See, I read The Hobbit once, but it was a long time ago, so I don't know how accurate they got the costumes or anything like that.
3: So. I, I you know, I, I had a lot less problems with uh, the costumes as more of an issue that I had was 12 years later, special effects as far as animals and, and, and things of that nature still look like shit. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand why, 12 years later, with a budget that's probably twice the size, that every single animal, every single uh, blue screen shot, still look. And maybe they did it on purpose to match what they did in the first film, but I highly doubt it. Just continues to look like total shit. When mm-hmm. the the that the I forget his name, but it was uh, the, the Gray Wizard. I think I think his name was the Gray Wizard. Gandalf. Not yeah, Gandalf. Yeah. The other guy. The guy that they found in the woods eating mushrooms. Talking about brown his Radecast. fucking rabbits. Rade- Rade- yeah, that's Rade- it. Radicast. Radicast. Radicast the Grey. Yes, uh, And what was the, brown. the name of his... Uh, what?
1: <laughs> After you, Tyler. He's a brown wizard.
3: Radicast the Brown. Yes. <laughs> the Doodoo Brown. Anyway.
0: Uh,
3: he's talking Sorry. about his rabbits. And of course Joey. his rabbits look like total CGI shit. And I bet it looks... It 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 looked even worse in 48 frames per second. Yes, Scott, I got off topic. What? No, what are you no, going to no, tell no, you me? You're on
0: topic. I, I was just interjecting that there are five wizards. If you're paying attention to the film, there's there a is gray, five. Wi- the, yes, there's a, a gray, a, white, there's the a white. white, a brown, and two blues. <laughs> <laughs> is that so right, Tyler?
1: I I like, uh, no, never heard of the blue guys, but you're right. That's right. Yeah.
0: Oh no! Oh, that's um, that's right. I meant to say Wes. I knew he was the uh, hoppy guy.
1: Yeah. I I wouldn't
2: say that, but I do know some of the backstory.
3: You probably
0: know more than than Joey and I.
3: <laughs> <Put it laughs> well, that way, I have read I have read The Hobbit a couple of times, but it has been years since I've revisited it. Really, um, okay. one thing that I wanted to do was actually reread it, or even cheat a little and listen to it on audiobook before this, so that I could compare the two, and I just didn't have time to do it. But I do remember enough of the book to know that. They did get a lot of things from the book uh, in, the, in the film. The, only pro- the biggest problem that I have uh, with The Hobbit uh, is the fact that they're cutting it into three parts. And I've talked about this a few yeah, times we, on the show. Yeah. Uh, and, and not to get into it in, in great detail. I just think that this she could have been be made yet. into one yes, one film <laughs> or at, at, at the very, very most to stretch it into two. Uh, I would have been okay with two I was okay with two now that it's three watching this movie as enjoyed enjoyable as it was as much as I did like it I could definitely feel I can feel the filler I can feel how scenes are going on longer than they should I can feel how battle scenes are going on longer than they should how dialogue scenes are going on longer than they should etc and uh, that just based on that alone I, I it just aggravates me more that I know that there's two two more films coming. Can I uh, can I start my review off of that, Tangent? Sure. Oh, Go right by ahead. By all means.
1: Yeah, because I had the same feeling going in. I was like, what the heck? How are they making one little book into three movies? But uh, I actually picked up The Hobbit right after seeing the movie because I had a good time in the theater. And, uh, you know, The Hobbit kind of moves real quick through the perspective of Bilbo with a little bit of Gandalf and uh, goes in, and I really liked it. like that I, like I agree with filler I agree that there's some stretched out scenes but they got this world Peter Jackson created the middle earth that all these fans love so much and they're stretching out all the background material all this so that's what allows the Hobbit one book to become three, three movies mo- i
3: I would like two better but with that uh, said with that said mm-hmm. think of think of if they did that with the lord of the rings trilogy you'd have nine oh. movies yeah. yeah no one's no, as much as a of, of, of a fan of the three books as i am of that trilogy there's no way i'm watching nine movies there's no way i'm watching 27 hours of the lord of the rings yeah and that's right? the thing it's though
1: just, this is almost like never been done where one book turns into three movies like it made sense yeah. three books three movies with lord of the rings like this right. is
3: kind of a first time each book well, from, from the Lord of well, the Rings trilogy is, is roughly the same size as The Hobbit, uh, give or take you know a few pages, yeah. and each book was one movie, and they did a damn good job at transferring yeah. that. So I know they could have done the same thing with this. Absolutely. They're doing, the,
0: they're doing the same thing with Atlas Shrugged, but of course that book is thousands of pages long, so that makes well, a bit more that. sense. I, I still can't understand that, but that's, at least page-wise, it makes sense.
2: Yeah. One... One might be optimistic and say that maybe with three movies, they want to fit as much from the book as possible into it, but at the same time, you could also say that Peter Jackson just wanted to split the movies up to rake in more cash.
3: Well, that's absolutely true, because oh, if, you really, if you break it down, and I've said this before on the show as well, two movies equals roughly anywhere from two to two and a half billion. Three movies anywhere from three and a half to four billion, <laughs> And you know in that meeting that they're all sitting at this beautiful mahogany table, nice and shiny. And they got their paperwork going out. And Peter Jackson says, listen, uh, here are the numbers. We can do two. I like two. The film is, d- is finished. Everything is great. But if we make one more, we can make an extra billion dollars. And who's not going to say yes to that? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly so as and i re- and I really did like the Hobbit. I liked the Me film. Too. If you're a fan of what Peter Jackson did with the original three, you will absolutely walk out of this movie enjoy enjoying what you saw because everything that he did in that first three films he mimicked perfectly in this, and in some ways, in some areas uh, did a better job because he'd already uh, done it before um. My thoughts so, too. Yeah. You know exactly. So, I- in my opinion, yeah, I you know it still pisses me off that it's being cut into three. You can definitely fill that. Why you know some scenes they extended, but in the end, I you know I have to admit I did enjoy the film. I enjoyed it a lot. So, uh, I was happy that it wasn't nominated for best picture or any other Oscar for that matter. Uh, I was happy about that because I don't think. I, I I don't think it deserved a Best Picture nomination. If anything deserved a Best Picture nomination, it would have been The Dark Knight Rises. Yet, you know, Life of Pi is the one that everyone is creaming over, and Lincoln.
0: Mm. Yeah. So. Uh, and now, and
3: again, this year they they only they only did nine, not ten nominations.
0: That's because they're jackasses.
3: <laughs> that's because they're all excuses that there isn't a, there wasn't enough votes for a 10th nom there,
0: there, there weren't never mind i'm not getting that argument right now we'll talk about um, it when we get to it yeah yeah now uh tyler did you have anything else to add as far as like uh any negative aspects of the film things that you thought uh didn't work well
1: well, while I was watching it, one thing I kind of noticed is like, uh, and I'm not, I, was, I wasn't sure if I liked it or not. At first I didn't like it, but the music I felt was like uh, repetitive from Lord of the Rings. And I wasn't sure if that was a good move or a bad move because it had that familiar feel. But I heard some straight same soundtrack from Lord of the Rings. That uh, They did have some know,
3: like, new stuff, though. It is new, it just has the same feel? No, no, they, they did reuse a lot of the music from the original three films, but they did have a, a lot of new music, too. Yeah. that maybe you didn't notice because your attention might have been drawn to the, the music that they rehashed. And oh, yes, I think it
1: was new music, but that, that the, rehashed music uh, affected me.
3: I Well, here's the thing. you got to look at it in their perspective. You change the music 100% when they're in the Shire. You watch those first three films. If you're watching the extended cuts, too, uh, they're over you know, four hours almost for each one. Uh, but if they're in the Shire, there is specific music. For when they're in the Shire. So when thought, they're in the Shire in this, they're gonna reuse that music to get you, th- to get that you know yeah. you remembering what you felt from the first one. And nobody, as much as you might think, uh, I don't think a lot of people would like different music for things like that.
0: I was hoping for a little hip hop.
3: <laughs> I bet you were. I bet I, you were. i, I
0: would to put then. Little yeah. yeah. There you go.
1: I would have But preferred no, that I,
3: I I I didn't mind that they reused uh, some of the music because I think there is that feel to it, you know yeah, that you a, do that you point. do want, you know. Yep. Uh, the one yeah. thing that I did notice that, and and maybe it's because Ian McKellen is getting older, <laughs> but uh-huh. he definitely looked much older in this than he did uh, in the three original films. Now. Where I'm going with that is, of course, this is 60 years earlier. Yet, not only did he look older, he had more bags under his eyes, but he even portrayed himself, acted older, like when he talked and when he moved. He just felt like an, a much older person, uh, the way he portrayed, uh, you know, Gandalf in this film than he did in the Lord of the Rings films uh, that were taking place 60 years later. Now, that's a little, you know, nitpick. So I'm not going to. Go too crazy with it, but it's just a uh, little thing that I did notice.
2: I, I noticed that at first and I sort of picked up on it. and I thought, well, there's nothing much you can do, but maybe it was just my lack of attention. Uh, with, when I was, my mind was moving on to other parts of the movie, but it started to like even itself out. I thought, like, it's it did. I didn't notice it as much.
3: No, <laughs> it, it, you're right. But um, I, it when 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 Gandalf and first starts talking and, and he is even almost shaking a bit when he talks, I'm like, Jesus, what's going on here?
0: Okay, Um, yeah, Gandalf maybe had a little bit more hair to cover up his older face, but (laughs) are we forgetting Saruman, who pretty much didn't move because he's so old and brittle now, as like the 98-year-old Christopher Lee?
3: Exactly, in Christopher Lee's defense, the man was in his late 80s when he did, uh, or uh, I'm sorry, his early 80s when he did the original Lord of the Rings trilogy. I'm
0: not picking on Christopher Lee, I'm just saying if you're going to talk about somebody appearing older than in the original film, they couldn't even move him. He's just like, all right, Chris, stand over there, and then later, then later, then later, we're gonna have you sit over here, okay?
3: <laughs> and he's and he's like, I need to take my pills at six. As long as we don't overshoot, I'll be fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's forgivable. Uh, but you know what? Oh, now that you mentioned, you know, things well, that look different. On, what about Frodo? What,
0: what, what Frodo hasn't a, a li-
3: aged. But but Elijah Woods his face his body structure and his voice are a lot different than the first three films and I don't know if it was just that he Cold was like a time. last a, a last minute addition to the movie because the scene with him and Bilbo didn't even have to happen yeah um, yeah did, you know what I mean but it just it definitely seemed like his voice hit everything and again that's that scene that's happening in the film, if I'm not mistaken, uh, that is supposed to be the birthday party yeah. for uh, for Bilbo Baggins from Fellowship of the Ring? Mm-hmm. A couple days am, am I before mis- the birthday am, party, maybe? Am I mistaken in that? Is it is a little bit before the birthday. When he started yeah. writing, it was right yeah. when he
0: started writing, right? Mm-hmm. Well,
3: yeah, because he, he uh, Frodo tells uh, Bilbo that he's going to go meet Gandalf, and then it's he the did f- that in Fellowship.
0: It's the flashback in the flashback film before the other flashback that explains the flash forward of this flashback series. <laughs> and, point, and I have Scott. to say, now everybody's assuming I'm going to be shitting on the film, and I, I'll tell you, for the first half hour or so, I was shitting on this film because first we have this needless uh, introduction. It's, okay, we understand this from the you know it's a it's a prequel. We don't need all these characters explaining it. We don't need 12 hours of voiceover before we even have the credit. Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey, and yeah. I don't need 20 minutes of dwarves eating before we get to any discussion of plot.
3: But in, that, in, in in the defense of game, that, that's all in the book. They made a very big debacle nope. about the arrival and the eating and, and just wiping uh, Bilbo Baggins, you know, his whole stock of food and wine and, and just everything out. They made a whole there. point of that in a book, okay. and it's it's fun to watch. I know you're shitting on it, and it. I'm, it, not. I'm trying and to And I can understand. Well, you just said the first half hour. You're shitting on. That's the first half hour.
0: Uh huh. You you're gonna say Tyler? Oh,
1: and the uh, cleaning the dishes scene sets up that amazing agility of the doors because
0: later in the movie they're making moves that are just impossible. That's as right. Impossible they're like little ninjas. Um. Yeah. And and and. Between the dish juggling and the uh, the two uh, uh, boy band dwarf boy band musical numbers, oh. I don't care if it was in the book. Doesn't work in the film for me. Just, it just well, it dragged me down. It, it uh, is
3: in it, the book, and there was a lot more songs in the original Lord of the Rings trilogy that weren't in the films at all. There was one uh, song in Return of the King, that. and Pippin sang that. That was it.
0: No, I'm very and, grateful. Uh, for that, too.
3: Well, I think they wanted to incorporate a little bit more music into this one, and I think they did very tastefully.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I, for book to movie accuracy, I'm going to contradict Scott here. I actually did like how they added the music into it. Because, like, oh, this is just like in the book, where all the doors are singing their folksy songs.
3: <laughs> right. It's and just and, just and much little like little- in, well, much like in uh, the first Fellowship of the Ring, the book and the film, the book has. Tom Bombadil. They decided to take him out of the the movie Fellowship of the Ring, and it was a smart move because that was even though that's where they got their weapons, uh, and then uh, Aragorn gives them their weapons later. um, uh, Strider, I should say. Yeah. uh, You know that that's where they got their weapons initially. There's a lot of singing, there's a lot of dancing. His wife's in the fucking fields twirling around and all that kind of (laughs) shit. They got rid of it. Smart move. In this, like I said before, and I think everyone agreed, music, tastefully done, Like that it was in there. Yes.
2: Well, Scott doesn't agree.
0: I, I do that, not. That's okay. Scott's allowed
3: but to disagree. Everyone
1: means everyone but Scott. Every, every <laughs> yeah.
3: single person but Scott.
1: <laughs> point, course, an yes. important part about that, uh, especially the earlier song in both the book and the movie, is the song. Even lyrically, is like their it's their storytelling of their oral
3: history. It tells yeah, like, the whole about story the, to Bilbo. The Misty mountains.
0: I I don't mind that one as much as I mind the uh, dish juggling one. These are the things that Bilbo doesn't like. Whatever the hell that was. Stop.
3: <laughs> But well, yeah, actually, uh, the, 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 Misty song, the Misty Mountain song, the uh, Misty Mountain song. You know, Led Zeppelin has a song called Misty Mountain Hop, and Led Zeppelin did a lot of songs based on the Lord of the Rings, uh, the trilogy, or the, I should say, the whole universe. Which okay. Is, if you're a Led Zeppelin fan, you know that. But
2: I'm not. I'm, I'm not either. Oh I, my I know god.
3: That. <laughs> yeah, my man, my man Tyler knows it. Yeah, that's
0: right. W- worse, worse than the song, though, was when they're juggling the dishes. Uh, there's only so much CGI can do. So when Peter Jackson, as a director, says, "Listen, just move your ar- jerk your arms right and left every now and then, and we'll animate a dish bouncing off of it," when you watch it on the big screen, it's wow. He's moving his arms every now and then, and they're animating a dish off it. Off it. It doesn't look at all like he's actually that. Like they're actually juggling dishes. It looks like they're pretending to juggle animated dishes. The technology <laughs> has not overcome that that sense of okay, this is obviously fake. Why are they even trying?
2: Was that in they, the book? What the, the juggling?
3: Whole, yeah. yeah, yeah, it
2: was. Yeah.
3: As oh, a matter okay. of fact, I have the animated uh, film of The Hobbit on in the background while we talk, and it's even in that.
0: But oh, they okay. could have at least like actually juggled some dishes and not just CGI the whole damn thing.
3: <sighs> they could have. I'm more impressed that's, that's with half-assed juggling
0: happen. as as opposed to CGI perfect juggling. Yeah, I just, you know I, I, I you know I, I'm hard to please
3: you are i should know we all know that we all know
0: that, i got the i got the hobbit
1: here in front of me and that whole dish juggling scene gets summed up in one sentence you want to hear it sure go for it so they sing the song about juggling dishes and the line to do everything is and of course they did none of these dreadful things and everything was cleaned up and put away safe as quick as lightning while the hobbit was turning around and round in the middle of the kitchen trying to see what they were doing <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: it. That's all. That's it.
1: Yep. And then they went back and found Thorne singing, <laughs> <laughs> smoking a pipe.
3: Ah, there now, you go. I, now and I since you say. have the book in front of you, how many pages is that book? Okay. I remembered it being around 3,350.
1: three fifty. Let's see. It is three hundred on the dot. Well, I got this like really, I got this small paper, little small
3: print one. Paperback. Like <laughs> okay. I'd say. You, you know what? Uh, the the other. Uh, Trilogy, the the Lord of the Rings trilogy, they're about the same size too.
0: So. Now, what I will say is that yes, uh, again, the first half hour, uh, we've got the the flashbacks, the voiceovers, then uh, the the whole dinner thing. By the way, Gandalf is a bit of a dick.
3: <laughs> he is. <laughs> he's forcing him into this fucking journey because you know what? This is going to be good for you, son. But
0: well, if, if you look yeah. at the whole thing, Gandalf's entire journey through this film is basically. Uh, Throw a surprise party for Bilbo by inviting people over to his house to trash it. <laughs> then, then sucker him into a, a dangerous journey where he could get killed. Then wander off and wait until the very last minute to save them three or four times. <laughs> 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 he, he, he really is a bit of a dick.
3: He did the same yep. thing in Fellowship of the Ring. He forced Frodo <laughs> to come out on this journey.
0: But well, that was different. There, that was like he was actually directly involved because he had the ring. In this case, it's like, yeah, he, you'd make a good thing.
3: Bilbo still had the ring at that point. No, Bilbo he did not have the In Fellowship of the Ring? The fuck Bilbo, he didn't.
0: It goes... All right, stop. I'm talking about <laughs> in The Hobbit. Bilbo I'm just... Bilbo's just, I'm sitting, just, around, uh, Bilbo just I, sitting around enjoying himself. and He says, you know what? You make a good thief. We're going to take you on this adventure you don't even belong on. At least in Lord of the Rings, there's a reason because the ring's already there. Bilbo ha- gives it over to to uh, Frodo as far as like or he gives it, and, the, and gives it to And all I'm him.
3: saying is that you're right and it's because of Gandalf in this that that, you know, comes full circle. It's all fucking Gandalf's fault is what I'm getting at. Full I'm just circle. telling a you huge you're right. Dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like I fucking did this to your to your uncle and now I'm gonna do this to you because it's really all my fucking fault from the very fucking beginning.
0: <laughs> now, but what I will say is uh, so you know the half-hour point with the eating and everything, and then the whole I'm not going to go on your journey. Oh yes, I will. It's it's really slow and bothering me. But then I started enjoying the middle part. All the uh, the fight sequences were kind of cool. You can ignore the the the, the sophomore humor because it's it really it's actually a bit more of a lighter film. It feels it feels like Indiana Jones uh, in the Temple of Doom in a lot of ways. It's got okay. that kid atmosphere to it where the real Lord of the Rings were really a lot darker and more mm. dramatic. This one had a lot of lighter tone.
2: Oh yeah. But at yeah. the same at the same time, though, uh, I want to go back to Gandalf for a second. But at the same time, going off at that point, uh, there was you you felt that undercurrent, especially when they were talking about oh, these bad things are stirring in uh, Middle Earth right now. You, you can sort of feel like, well, it's a light, more lighthearted movie. You know what's going to happen later if you've seen the other movies and read the other books, and you're like, well, this things are getting darker and serious here.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, and um, I think Gandalf was a bit of a jerk. I have to say, in Looking at it and from that perspective, yeah, that was—it's pretty true that he did kind of almost guilt trip Bilbo into going with him. But I have to say, one of my favorite scenes of him was when uh, Thorin was being stubborn as usual, and he was, he stormed off and he said, "I'm going to seek the company of others uh, more agreeable to me," or something like that. And Bilbo asked, "Who?" And he's like, "Myself." That, that yeah. Just, that's- <laughs> That was a good kicker for me.
0: <laughs> because, the, because the dwarf won't do exactly what Gandalf says. Well, I'm just going to go off here and pout. And then later on, oh, goody, they're going to be eaten. Let me hang around a bit. Well, in, in, to, in
2: Gandalf's defense, Thorin is a racist, stubborn douchebag sometimes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, well, well, I, I mean,
3: I... the man, he lost his mountain. What, what do you expect?
0: All right, Thorin lost more to his mountain.
3: His kingdom uh, okay. is gone.
0: Yeah, he lost more he lost. Overthrown more by that.
3: orcs and a fucking dragon named Smaug.
2: That's no, that's no excuse.
0: <laughs> I'm, Thorin's hey, got I'm
3: giving insu- Thorin a pass. I'm giving <laughs> him a pass.
0: You can't give Thorin a pass because he's got major issues. Okay, I understand it. You're fighting the pale orc, whatever the hell of that, and you yeah. grab a random log as a shield and you survive with that. That's good. 20, 30, <laughs> 40 years later... You know all these guys with him. All right, you tell them to buy a real shield. I'm not going to be the one that tells them to drop the piece of wood and buy a real shield. I mean, it's it, it's there's only so long a piece of oak's going to last you in exactly. in combat. That's it's a little wacky. He's not really okay. glued together properly.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, another thing that reminds me. Oh, sorry to keep talking over you guys. No, you're not.
0: You're 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 actually oh. jumping in when you should. Go right ahead.
2: Yes. Uh, when you we talked about the pale orc, I saw it with some friends of mine. Including my sister and my brother-in-law, and uh, one of them said that uh, the pale orc Azog, I think his name is. He was in the book, but he did not play uh, as prominent a part as he did in the movies. I don't know. I haven't again read the book in a long time, but I don't know if that was a good idea on Peter Jackson's part to make this orc who wasn't originally supposed to be the biggest part of the like the big main daddy of the movie.
3: Well, think think of it this way: three movies. That's true. <laughs> you're doing two movies, his part, much shorter. It will would not seem as long as it as it is over two movies, or one movie, I should say. Uh, three movies, yeah, you're definitely going to notice that, hey, this fucking guy is in, what, two pages of the book? And he's in 40 pages of the script. Big difference. Three movies, yeah. that's why they did it. They need now they're, back- they're, they're doing reshoots. I think they're starting because they have to obviously build sets again. Um, and I a lot of the sets are still built because they never took them apart when they decided to do a third film. But think of think of it. There's there's two movies. Totally, The whole story is done as far as Peter Jackson was concerned until they decided to make more money. Um, and you know they're doing extended editions for each one of these movies too. So just don't think of it as a nine-hour movie. Do, think of it as a 12-hour movie one movie 12 hours that's absolutely going to happen and they're going to be doing reshoot shoots i believe in the next month or two uh, to complete that third film
0: a 12 hour movie that's almost as long as the first cut of uh, heaven's gate almost <laughs> almost I, just, I still need still need to see that it's
3: you know what and it, i would you know i would love to see it just for the show because that original cut, the original cut shown to United Artists was what? Five and a half hours?
0: At least, yeah. I think it was, Can it was even that. Can
3: yeah. fucking imagine watching a five and a half hour movie in one sitting?
0: Um, or that one. Well, think,
3: think, think if you're a Universal... Ah. Uh, or not a Universal. No, United let's, Artists let's ex- Executive. Tangent. And you get sat down for a five and a half hour movie. At what point do you start getting even more and more mad?
0: Well, they're <laughs> used to that, though, because they're used to seeing the rough cuts. I... T- Tyler, you you got any want to weigh in on the uh, white white work, Yeah. Halo work? I got. I was a little. I didn't mind him in the movie
1: because I forgot about the book. But I'm reading it, and he's like you said, he's like two pages in here. And I was like, where did what the heck? Is <laughs> all
3: I can all I can say is at least he was fucking cool. Yeah, I guess. you know, I'm, at, I'm, even though he had such a small part in a book, at least they made him fucking badass.
0: I, I, I don't think he was half as cool as the Goblin King with the giant scrotum on his neck. <laughs> <laughs> and, and his little helper
1: guy that runs around the, the little guy on the line. The master right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I thought Azog was oh, cooler, i just saying.
0: Yeah, Azog's cool. Yeah, and again, more, more singing I didn't need. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm
0: sorry, I, I'm not a musical fan. That counts as a musical to me. I don't care if it's from the original book or what have you. It's still Xanadu. <laughs> You know?
3: Stop. It is not fucking <laughs> z- Stop. That is... You can tell... Everybody, you can tell Scott he's wrong. It's okay. He. When well, you're melt. a
0: dwarf, you're a dwarf. <laughs>
1: Scott, Scott only listens to bandwidth.
3: That's right. And uh, <laughs> Barry, hum- Barry Humphries with? is the guy that played... Uh, his name is the Great Goblin. He's the one with the scrotum on his chin, as Scott would say, <laughs> who uh, is a very respected and well-known Australian actor. Uh, if you don't know him, he played Bruce in uh, Finding Nemo, the big shark. Oh, cool. And I, I <laughs> no, only did, know that because I've seen that movie 40 times in the last month. He,
0: did, he didn't play Bruce. He did the voice of Bruce. And did he oh, know? I thought did he I was a shark. did I say that? <laughs>
3: did he play the Goblin King? He played the Goblin King, the great he Goblin. Did,
0: did they put the CGI balls on him, or did he just do the voice of it?
3: <laughs> uh, I'll look into that, and I'll let you know.
0: Otherwise, he didn't play the Goblin King. He did the voice of the Goblin King. That, was,
2: that wasn't a uh, scrotum. That was a tumor.
0: Well, well, tr- bring the audience down now. Okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's waiting for it's, the results.
0: If it's a tumor, it's not funny. If it's a scrotum, it's funny. Let's go with the scrotum.
3: <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> what did he tell him? I bet you won't do it.
0: <laughs> can can I, 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 need to, I need to make another point of how much of a huge dick G- Gandalf is. Go
3: for
1: it.
0: <laughs> So they, we got that part after they come out of the Gollum cave, which the Gollum scene was cool. I'll give you that. Any any scene with the Gollum is cool. Yeah. Um, so so they they retreat from the giant uh, rats of unusual size or wolves, either one, uh, onto the edge <laughs> of the cliff. So they're up in trees on the edge of a cliff, being attacked by wolves. Gandalf's great idea is so let's throw fiery pine cones at them, and which it means, which I mean it worked until it started a brush fire and it starts consuming the trees. Not a good. So, you know, not a good, good job there. So he whispers to a butterfly, which, you know, we, he's always with the butterflies in him. A moth, a moth. Uh, all right, moth, either it was way. a moth. Fine. It's just a, just a white butterfly. What do you want? Are you racist? <laughs>
1: maybe, maybe, Gandalf, maybe Gandalf started the fire so the eagles would know where to find him.
3: So then the eagles swoop in and save the day. That's right? a good point, Tyler. I know Scott just totally overlooked it, but that's
0: a okay. point. <laughs> no, I, 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 I let it go because I had, no, I had no, nothing to uh, shoot that down.
3: Scott will uh, do that. Continue. Continue, <laughs> Scott. Please continue.
0: I'm trying to, but you keep like trying to malign me. Just continue. <laughs> so they, 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 the the, the uh, eagles swoop down, and they grab everybody, and they fly for hours and hours and hours. And all I'm thinking is, at least one of these guys has to be shouting the Gandalfses, so, at what point did you think we couldn't do this from the beginning? <laughs> Why did we wait until after? Cli- Why were we climbing mountain trolls and shit, mountain giants, rock giants? Why were we climbing under caves? A- couldn't we have gotten these from Rivendell? Could, could, couldn't we have? Couldn't these? Could, e- could the eagles conceivably Gandalf have picked us up from the Shire and brought us here? There, there have is a, a
2: whole. They're, that's along the same lines of the whole, why couldn't they just fly a mortar at the ring? Apparently, this is the explanation I've heard. The explanation I've heard is that, for one, the giant eagles could easily be spotted by any other number of flying evil beasts. And the eagles also are apparently very proud. And so they only do favors on occasion. And that's yeah. what I got from all the feedback, like from things I've yeah. seen on the internet. Yeah. Eagles that's are so proud. That's what we like to call
3: excuses.
0: Yeah, eagles are proud <laughs> They're not too proud to eat the flesh of dead carrion. Okay. <laughs> but not okay. only that, the eagles drop them off when they finally bring them to uh, what's the name of the, uh, the dwarf castle?
2: Erebor. Erebor, so yeah. I
0: know that. Ere- they bring them. Eremore. Eremore.
2: Eremore. I think it's Erebor. Erebor.
0: Erebor. Arbor, okay. Arborea. <laughs> Arbor, E-R-B-O-R-E-R. <laughs> Arborea. And so okay. the eagles, where do they drop them? Do they drop them off? at the place they're going? No. They pick the highest, rockiest, uh, most dangerous flat surface in the middle of the uh, mountains.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was far weird.
0: Far enough away so that it's just like a speck on the horizon. So look, there it is. That's right, there it is. And there are the eagles flying away. Why the fuck are we, are we here? And please tell me somebody grabbed my my log shield while we were being <laughs> mis- <laughs>
2: Well,
0: well cool. the, the, Nobody goes in that area around the mountain because of the dragon. So I'm sure
1: that's why the eagles don't go there exactly
2: yeah because i don't i think from what they described smog as smog is this giant destructive evil monstrous beast that could probably take on a few eagles Scott,
3: how are they going to make two more movies if they just drop them off at the front exactly front door
0: hold on so i'm not i'm not talking about the directors i'm talking about Gandalf. so like
3: harold and kumar go to white castle hang on they end up on route one to find white castle
0: don't, and don't there's start. actually
3: one the second they get on Route 1, but of course, if that was in the movie, the movie would be 10 minutes long.
0: That's a peril universe. <laughs> it's obviously. not. It's New Jersey. So the Eagles aren't <laughs> are are aren't proud enough to take the people to the place they want to go, yet right. the sparrow with the fucking nut has no problems with sw- swinging up to the castle and knocking the shit on the wall and waking up the dragon. <laughs>
3: Well, yeah, he's just doing his fucking job.
0: Well,
2: the sparrow is not easily seen. That's the thing. The
3: sparrow's got it fucking good. He's going to do what he's told.
0: And a dragon, apparently, is a very late sleeper. Because I know when I'm under a blanket of gold, I can't hear a sparrow with a nut to save my life. (laughs) Well, Are you a dragon? That's what I'm saying. Dragons must be very late sleepers.
3: He's a dragon warrior. (laughs) Uh, so I guess uh, the to- the total consensus is that everybody liked the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
0: I, I, I enjoyed the goblin fight sequence. Uh. uh oh. e- e- I'm sorry. Yeah.
2: Sorry. Before we go on, we can't forget about Gollum.
1: We did. We, uh, go ahead.
2: Well, no, well, we did mention him.
1: You're going to uh, say. Something. It's not a sparrow. It's a thrush. <laughs> it's a
0: thrush. <laughs> I stand corrected. Oh, oh. No, look at that. <laughs> That makes perfect sense to me then. Never mind. I I would draw the entire argument. I thought so. Sounds like it's a (laughs) thrust. I know what I'm (laughs) like.
3: Scott always knows.
0: So,
1: yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that Golem scene. I I like hearing that it was shot all in one. That was pretty neat. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah. one straight shot. The whole Golem scene, like 12 minutes or whatever it was. Or maybe more. The weird thing about Gollum
2: in The Hobbit, is kind of like with Gandalf. Gollum looks, probably because of the minor, minute advancement in, of 12 years of CGI advancement, I should say. Gollum looked younger. Actually, wait. Oh, he's, I'm supposed stupid. he's
3: supposed to be younger.
2: Yeah, I'm stupid. Never mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the he's Hobbits st- are so short. What's up with that? Couldn't they fix that somewhere? In there? <laughs> I
3: don't know. Why are they barefoot? Can't they wear anything?
2: Gandalf had the, the whole beard thing going on too, but doesn't he shave?
0: Yeah, couldn't they totally cut the shave. hair on top of? The <laughs> <laughs> oh, sp- speaking of wizards, uh, you mentioned the um, the costume for Radagast the Brown. Uh, uh, to Radagast be honest,
2: I, I think that was going a little too far. His costume was okay, but I think he, I don't remember how eccentric Radagast was supposed to be. But I, the costume, if I think about, it, was just a little bit eh for me.
1: Was it My- the bird poop that got you, Weston? Thank you. I'm- do. I don't
2: that.
1: <laughs> that was bad. That That's was just like a sexual innuendo and bird poop.
0: <laughs> I was like, "What's that on the side? Of the- That's bird shit. That's bird shit on the side of his head. That's got. There's no other excuse for that." Oh yeah, that was weird. That was creepy and gross. And, and then later, when Saruman's talking about him, like, "And I cannot abide his obsession with." Mushrooms. That was my.
2: Fa- that was one of my favorite scenes of the movie. <laughs> it is. He's
3: what like, did he say? What? It's rotted his mind and yellowed his
0: teeth. Yeah. It's like Jesus. Saruman's really picky, you know. I like the, the scene, scene when Radagast takes a hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he gets no. yeah. He
3: totally takes bite. a hit, and he's like, "Oh, that's so good." Yeah.
0: No, yeah. I'm sorry, but I cannot uh, abide any scene that has smoke coming out of a character's ears. <laughs> yeah.
3: True.
0: <laughs> can't do it. I, I did like the whole scene at uh, Rivendell with the wizards, <clears throat> where Saruman's very casually like, uh, "I don't know anything about any evil floating around here." I Yeah, that, that's quite silly. <laughs> like, is anybody? Li-? He was. Maybe- he's basically a Scooby Doo villain. <laughs> 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 he was much more sly in the in the in the the Fellowship. It's like Christopher Lee can't even like swing it anymore. It's like, uh, no, there's no evil here." It's like, "Eh." <laughs> Oh, the, the, the only way you can defeat evil
3: is with great power.
0: Yeah, young Skywalker from the the third film was more uh, like believable.
2: <laughs> oh, also that whole scene at Rivendell. I just wanted to say, Galadriel, she was good again in this, but I felt the whole turning her introduction was a little bit over the top and dramatic.
3: Well, there was all that sexual tension. It's like, if you want, I'll come. Wait, yeah, What? I,
0: yeah. <laughs> he, Gandalf like, does the pointy hat trick.
3: If you need me. I'll come. Okay. <laughs> and Gandalf is like, oh, shit. My, my, so staff,
0: my staff is staff. at your command, uh, lady. <laughs> and I was
3: just saying, it's like, he's going to give her her wizard staff.
0: <laughs> he's totally oh, going to give it to her. Let's not anyway,
3: go there. There
2: are probably children who listen to this, guys.
3: I, 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 don't,
0: Jesus. I really
3: hope not. We have an explicit rating on iTunes, so.
0: Yeah, no, oh. I, if they're still tuning in after the rape episode, they're not kids anymore. Okay. Nope. <laughs>
3: No, we're their fathers now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I did like I, I did like the part where uh, they give the map to uh, Elron. Uh, Mr. Anderson. Oh yeah, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Anderson. West Anderson. West, <laughs> me the Because I, you know, because they hand on the map, but I'm just waiting for the guys. You know, you're right here. There's an arrow. There's a hand pointing to it. What the fuck's wrong with you people? You guys can't read a map? What's this? You know.
3: You You are here. <laughs>
0: Right, yeah, rather than that that whole uh by the light of the silvery moon deal.
2: That was I don't know if that was in the book, but I was like, Really, come on. It does that have to be the No, that it's in the book.
3: Yeah, I believe ho- it is in the book.
0: It really it's not that long. Not yeah. that long.
3: They just yeah, hand him a map really, and, yeah. and he's like, Yeah, right here,
0: bitches, and then that's it. The scene's over. In the book he says, Look, there's a hologram, it's right here in the corner, just hold it up to the light, you're good.
2: Yeah, it yep. might as well have just been. You have to read this map on a on a blue moon while riding a unicycle while playing the violin upside down.
3: <laughs> and then I think he says, "You know what I really hate? The smell." <laughs> the the what? smell. Mr. You didn't Anderson. like the you didn't
1: like the smell of the movie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was doing a Matrix line, but that's okay. Bef- before you time. I... <laughs> wait,
1: wait, did... <dude. laughs> Did you guys? Did you movie Sucktastic guys? Did you go see Spy Kids four with the the four D where there was not only <laughs> uh, the three dimensional th- th- but smells are involved in the theater? Oh
3: my god! We, no. we did we did not catch that. No,
1: <laughs> me neither. But- how do they
3: how do they recreate that at home?
1: I think well, you walk into the theater and you got a little scratchy card and every scene that tells you which one to scratch off and then you take oh. away with
0: it. You're kidding. No, well, John Waters did that back in the seventies, but but he had nasty smells like like feet and uh, dog shit stuff like that. <laughs> Oops! Super, super. They just didn't do that with the kids. They had to make it like cotton candy or something. <laughs> um. Oh, what else? was gonna. Oh, there was something else about the movie. Well, I mean, so yeah. When I talked to Joey the other day, I was like, listen, I, 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 you know, I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna like the film. And then I watched the first half hour, forty five minutes, and it was really bothering me. But uh, overall, I gotta say I really enjoyed watching the young Bilbo Baggins played by uh, Ian Mc- uh not Ian McKellen, by uh, <laughs> Liam,
3: um, Freeman. I have his Martin, Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman, who, who is, is from go is- go ahead, the Scott.
0: Galaxy. Yep.
2: Yep. And BBC Sherlock Holmes. Yeah.
0: What? Yep. Sherlock. Uh, Watson. I-, I much more enjoyed watching him like be annoyed and walk around with the dwarves and having fun ad- adventure fighting. Than watching Elijah Wood walk around looking pained and scared in each scene, like he's afraid that uh, Peter Jackson is going to ass rape him after the yell's cut. <laughs> the, the, um. the, the entire, the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy, he looks like Shelly Duvall from The Shining, just just like on the verge of just breaking down. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to have a lead hero that's not that sad and pathetic.
2: That was the whole pressure of bearing the One Ring thing, though.
0: No, I, I get think. that. I get that. But it, it's still just refreshing to have somebody who's not like that for three films. Yeah. yeah. It kind of wears thin after the eighth hour. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. yeah. Fun? I thought the
0: Freeman guy did great too. Oh, he's excellent.
3: Oh, no, yeah. He was awesome. He was fantastic. Great addition yep. to the film.
0: Mm-hmm. Li- I've I've been a fan of his ever since uh, Love Actually. I think it's the first thing I saw him in. <laughs> Good for you. yeah good for you i like love actually (laughs) screw you guys
3: that's all right (laughs) valentine's day is coming up you can love it again
0: there you go (laughs) all
3: right so are we going to are we going to rate this on imdb
0: well do we have anything else from uh you guys you got anything else to add to the film about the review um hmm.
1: Another another perk for Freeman. His first scene was that twelve-minute take with Gollum. That was the first thing he did as Bilbo.
3: Which oh, crazy. when they started filming, that's cool. Yeah, it was the
0: first thing they did. Wow. <clears throat> Mad props. Yeah, two Mad. great two great actors there working off each other. Visually, one thing I do, do want to mention.
3: One thing I do want to mention.
0: Hold on, you're, you're cutting off Tyler there.
3: I'm okay,
1: sorry. I thought, the, I thought the movie was visually wonderful. Maybe some of the, the CGI rabbits were a little annoying. but uh, Any, any CGI
3: whole, animal was bad.
1: Yeah. I thought the whole thing was like balanced well with like the magical mixed with the human actors. Like It just had a general uh, balanced tone to it. The trees were as magical as the costume and stuff like
3: that. Did uh, anybody see it in 48 frames per second? <laughs> No,
2: I don't. I think we saw. I think I saw a normal version because my eyes weren't burning or anything. Yeah,
3: I didn't. Did, did you did see it in 3D then? 3D no. IMAX. 3D IMAX. Then you saw. I saw. It in it, I just frames.
2: saw a, random, a, a standard version at uh, the cinema in Hackettstown.
3: Okay. And Tyler, you saw it in uh, IMAX, so you definitely you saw it in 48 frames per second. What did you think of that, or did you know?
1: No, notice? I think uh, 3D IMAX was not in 48 frames per second.
3: It wasn't. Oh, Okay, so you saw no. the standard twenty-four frames, fine. Yep. So, um, yeah, the oh, forty-eight doing, frames per. What
0: could they? Could they do forty-eight frames per second in three D? I don't think so. I don't think they had the three D for the forty-eight frames. I could oh, be wrong. Really? I don't know.
3: I thought they did. I
0: think they,
2: they had like four versions or something. Uh, maybe they did. And if it was a, if I the the idea of a three D forty-eight frames per second movie sounds like it would burn my eyes out.
3: Well, I mean, just Scott and I, we turned on the 3D for uh, Batman Arkham City, and after ten minutes, our eyes were on fire. As cool as it was, playing a game in 3D, you just you can't do it. You cannot do it for more than maybe half an hour at best, before your eyes start going nuts.
0: No, they did have it 48 frames per second in 3D. I was wrong.
3: And I would imagine the IMAX theater was showing it that way.
0: I think that might be the thing. I don't know. if IMA- IMAX might not be 48 frames that might be the size maybe
3: fine so okay fine yeah, make, that know. that makes more know. sense that makes more sense because i think if you saw it in 48 frames you would have noticed it because everyone yeah. says that yeah. they absolutely notice if the film is in 48 frames it just looks off yeah, yeah go
2: ahead they said it the from what i heard people said it looks like a behind like it, they were going behind the scenes like you could tell it was a set, basically daytime
3: daytime soap opera is the most yeah. commonly used term for it and, um, you know, anyone that has a, has a television that has uh, the, newer, um, the newer fast motion or live motion or whatever they're calling it these days, uh, by default, it's always turned on on, t- on the television. And when you watch TV or movies or whatever, you can tell everything just seems like it's moving a little bit faster. And according to people like Peter Jackson and James Cameron, you will get used to it, but you absolutely do not.
0: You're just not used to seeing things that real.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. That, well, that's that's weird. I could Peter, just walk out my fucking front door.
0: Yeah. How
1: many frames per second is Scott's bandwidth?
3: That's right. <laughs> so, oh, three and a half. Not that
1: many.
2: How many frames per second is Scott's patience with Peter Jackson
3: movies? <laughs> uh probably probably bit. more with this iteration. I would no, think after is- this, when Peter Jackson decides to stay in epic mode and, you know, he goes and he makes you know uh, whatever his next film that should be an hour and a half into 3 hours I think scott'll get pissed off all over again
0: if he could just snap out of epic mode and just make a real film again just a regular film again i'd be fine king kong I'm... should not have been a 3 hour epic that's all i'm saying
3: absolutely not absolutely that could have absolutely been done in
0: 2 maybe even a
3: little less and it would have been fine
0: for more details on my view of king kong get uh, get monster rally available on amazon <laughs>
3: Alright, so let's... Uh, you want to go ahead and rate this, Scott?
0: Well, let's let let's let let us Tyler and uh, Wes Anderson rate it for us.
3: <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: what, we, what, what we do no, is... Well, yeah, hold on. Yeah. What we're doing is we're go- actually going on IMDb and we're doing the official Movie Sucktastic rating for it. Currently, yeah, it has an IMDb somebody's rating. Somebody's bandwidth
3: is going nuts. What? I said somebody's bandwidth is going nuts. The amount of echoing is just the, ridiculous. Probably me. Maybe.
0: Maybe me. The No, it's me. No, I it's, not, for it's, I. it's
3: not you. <laughs> it's
0: uh, not you. It's, uh, well, it's always Joey, got. Joey, you take over since I'm probably echoing.
3: All right. Uh, on IMDB, the current rating is 8.3. We always start at that, and we always try and find ways to either bring the score down or bring the score up. So we always have pros and cons and whatnot, and then we end up with a final score. So right now it's at 8.3. Is there any... Reason why anyone could think to bring it down a point? Hmm.
0: Goblin scrotum. <laughs> um, I don't think so. No, I think it, that would that would take it up. Sorry. <laughs> I it
3: Personally, I I would drop it a point just for how bad the CGI looks uh, on all the animals. But with that said, there there are plenty of more things that I could say to bring the score back up, such as even though the pale orc was not in, in in a lot of the book i thought he was badass enough to bring bring up the film a point just for that just because of the fact that overall i did enjoy it there was more that i liked than disliked personally i have no problem keeping it at 8
2: yeah i i think an 8.3 is pretty fair for as it for like, as it is right now to be
1: honest Yeah. yeah yeah, I'm God. liking that. I'm liking that score. It's tough to. I, I can't bring it down. I can't put it anywhere near nine either.
3: No. No, it would no. start heading into like, like Godfather and Shawshank uh, Redemption territory if it was at nine. Yeah.
0: Godfather, really? Uh, Fucking
3: a right, the Godfather. Get some okay. culture. All right, not yeah, Deal with that. Call yourself a film buff, and you don't like either one of the Godfather films.
0: That's yes. right.
1: Yeah. Um, Scott. Scott doesn't yeah. even know who Wes
3: Anderson is. That's right.
1: <laughs>
2: he knows he knows the Wes Anderson being the, the, the yours truly Wes
0: Anderson. And, and that's, that's right. the only one I need to know. <laughs> so <laughs> your take your take, Scott? Uh I am I'm fine with an eight. The, the only other eight. question I have, real quick, is just uh, do they find uh, Snow White in the second one or not? Uh
3: that's <laughs> to be to be determined.
0: Okay. That'll be
2: another side. That'll be another like weird side plot, like Azog.
3: <laughs> Just might right, be
0: uh, eight. It is uh, locking that in. Movie Sucktastic rating. Perfect. So we're good. Fair enough. Really? Yeah. All
1: right. I'm in, I'm, I mean, like I agree. All yeah, right, I I'm uh,
0: surprised I didn't hate this as much as I, I was hoping for. So uh, not bad. hoping to hate it. She's got you can like things. I'm trying, Wes. I'm
2: trying.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it almost sounded like you said you're trying less, but I know you said it less. Did.
2: <laughs> yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was that too at first. <laughs> uh, maybe it was.
3: Maybe <laughs> it was. I have to go back and listen. Alright. Uh, are you guys going to stick around for the nominations, or are you guys out?
2: I think hmm. I'm going to head out, actually.
1: Okay. Alright. I think I'm, I'm going to listen in on the uh, on the outskirts. I didn't do much research on that anyway. I'll let you guys take that.
0: Cool. All right. Great. Guys, I appreciate you coming in to do a guest review. We're always trying to mix it up a little bit and bring in uh, guest reviewers. If you see anything else in the future, if you have any recommendations for bad movies, definitely let us know, and uh, we'll do it again. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks. This is my first podcast. I had a lot of fun.
2: Yep, this is my first podcast, too. It was nice chatting with you, gentlemen.
0: Yeah. All I, right, I guys. T- Tyler, back me up at this, too. I keep trying to talk Wes and uh, Young Jack from our writers uh, group. I'm trying to talk them into doing their own podcast where they it's 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 uh they get together to talk about writing and every podcast they spend an hour talking about everything but writing. <laughs> oh my god, it'd be so good. See, I'm telling you, perfect. We, we gotta get out of their case. They gotta start doing this. Oh,
2: no.
1: We gotta get we gotta get Jack in that character that that English character that he was doing in uh, poetry class though. Oh yeah, that's just
2: a brilliant character. <laughs> We're getting, well, they, to terito- we're getting to territory that the listeners don't have no idea what we're talking about.
0: That's that, that's not that's not unusual. <laughs>
3: okay. it's yeah no that's that's no, but, yeah, right on no, the money.
0: You, yeah, but guys, again, thanks thanks for uh, for joining and helping out. And and Tyler, I'm sorry. And uh, we'll definitely talk to you again. Okay.
3: Yeah. Screw you, Scott. Yeah,
0: well, <laughs> well, it was really nice to meet you, man. You right, too. Nice you too. Nice you, you
3: got here. it, guys. Yeah. All right. Good nice. talking with you. Yep. See ya. <laughs> Take it easy. Take it. How oh, do I so, get out? <laughs> I could. I, I, you know what? I'll kill your connection for you. I was Turn like,
0: off your computer. That's how you get out.
3: <laughs> There's a little red phone you can click.
0: I tell you, Tyler is. I'm working with him again. He's my co-editor on this. Uh, this season's.
3: Oh shit! I killed the whole connection. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. All right, let's call Scott back. Sorry about that. I I clicked on Tyler's name and clicked the the little red phone, and it killed the whole conference call because you were all in it together.
0: Well, that's cool. I brought my video back, so that works.
3: Yeah. Sorry Uh, about that.
0: uh, Tyler, great guy. Uh, Again, he's my co-editor on the... uh, They were a lot of fun. On, on the literary magazine this this go round, and uh, when I realized that he thought I was serious about having Wes Anderson on, I, I was devastated. It's like, oh, he's gonna hate me. Let's be honest, you weren't that devastated. No, I was. I didn't mean. I wasn't actually trying. To, he was. He was calling people. <laughs> he was calling friends like across the country. I'm gonna be talking to Wes Anderson on the podcast. It's like, oh, and fuck, you know what? Yeah.
3: Technically, he wasn't lying.
0: That's my point. That, uh,
3: I, did, I know. I, 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 listen, I know you. That's how I know it's That's your point. <laughs> they don't know you long enough. Uh, they will, though.
0: He literally was. Yeah, I'll be able to laugh about this later.
3: <laughs> later. <laughs> uh, betrayed I'm a dick. me. I'm such you betray- a dick. <laughs> uh, you know what? <laughs> I tell you, when you tried it with me a month ago, and I'm like, yeah, there's just something about that that I know is wrong. <laughs> it's definitely wrong. Especially because I think uh, Wes, he just liked our uh, our Movie Sucktastic page on Facebook. I'm like, oh yeah, that's that guy. <laughs> that's that guy.
0: Well, yeah, uh, I can't. Anyway, um, sp- speak- speaking of disappointment, uh, the Oscar nominations are out this year.
3: Well, they're out every year. They were out today.
0: But they're uh, out this year. H-
3: h- how do you want... They're out every year.
0: They weren't out a week ago this year, they so now out. they're out this year. The nominations are out this year.
3: Splitting hairs. Yeah, splitting hairs.
0: <laughs> anyway. Oscar noms are out. How do,
3: how, how do you oh. wanna how do you wanna tackle the list? Do you wanna start at the best picture, best director? Do you wanna only do best picture? What do you wanna do?
0: I need a match. Um, hold on, I gotta fix my Metaluna monster. God damn it, the legs like
3: i i I was done playing with that thing. The second it knocked over on me when I was at uh, doing your setup. Yeah, How it was falls your setup by easily.
0: the way to be like the human. How was uh, your
3: setup um, by the way, your three monitor setup?
0: Oh dude, it's it's I fucking like like get a hard on every time I turn on my system. it's It's beautiful. It <laughs> makes work so much easier. And and again, I mean, if I I'm right now, I'm being lit right now by nothing except my monitors. That's why I <laughs> look so blotchy. If, if I turn off my 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 second and third monitor,
1: <laughs>
0: I, I I'm I'm probably gonna have to start wearing sunglasses at work because of the blinding constant stream. I really look blotchy. I, th- I think I need to get out in the sun more. Is what it is. Yeah, I might be. I might be. Too, too much. Anyway, uh, yeah. Anyway. Oscars, well, let's go over like the best picture, then we can jump around a bit. Okay.
3: Alright, uh, starting off with the best pictures, or the best picture nominations, uh, mm-hmm. there's nine of them this year. There's not ten. There hasn't been ten since the first year they did it, which was uh, 2009. Avatar. Avatar. That year, okay. they did ten. And they haven't had ten since. Uh, but anyway, uh, there's a film called Amore. Amor. And I know nothing about this film, I, uh, other than the fact that it's a fo- it's a foreign film, right?
0: Joey, Joey, you know nothing of Amore.
3: I do nothing of Amore. You know nothing of Amore. I knew Joey. I know nothing of it. Um, beware
0: I, the Moors. Yeah. Uh, ju- uh, you know the Moors the, conquered the, Sicily. What?
3: <laughs> I said the Moors conquered Sicily. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: here, here's the synopsis on IMDb: George and Anne, and it's George with an S at the end, so it's confusing. George and Anne are in their 80s. They are cultivated, retired music teachers. Their daughter, who is also a musician, lives. Oh, this is like a, one of those synopses that like is like five fucking pages long. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's, it's just uh, it's a. Fucking indie movie. Uh, yeah, Anne and George have a daughter, and she's and ta- She ha- has an attack. And the couple's bond of love is severely tested. It's it's indie French film.
3: The the director looks like Christopher Lee twenty five years ago.
0: And I, I don't mean the film's actually in French. I just mean it's like that kind of film.
3: Uh, wasn't well isn't the director French?
0: Um, he's German. I, I don't know. He's
3: from Bavaria. Bavarian
0: donut. Oh, it, it, it French. Yeah, it is French. Sorry. <laughs> The name's a Moore. Yeah, it's French.
3: Well, I mean is it in French or does it just yeah. have French actors? No, it is. Okay. At least I think it is. Was it also nominated for Best Foreign Film too or they don't do that anymore?
0: Yes, it is. Best uh, foreign language film. Yes.
3: Fucking hell. So it, it can win
0: Australia. Austria though, which that, that's that's Austria? near France, right? Uh, it was released in France. I guess Austria is not big on the uh, the movie scene. I should know that. But I Austria, that's where kangaroos come from.
3: Although this Contiki, the picture that they had of it makes it look like this 300 esque epic. And uh, it's probably not gonna be anything like that. Oh, no, have you seen the, the have <laughs> you seen the picture for Kantiki? No, I have not. From from Norway? Yeah. I'll look the it picture, up. Though. The picture looks amazing. It's like wow, that movie's gonna look like it looks like it's gonna be fucking awesome. You well, know, it's not gonna be anywhere near as good as what the picture they're showing it at uh, showing is is gonna um, make the film.
0: It looks like three hundred without the CGI. That's what it looks like. That, that's what I, what I
3: was thinking. getting at. Yeah, it just looks like it's like wow, it's gonna be great, and it's not.
0: Hey, maybe a three hundred without CGI would be good. Uh, why don't you read off the best picture films?
3: Okay, best pictures are well, we just did a more. And uh, Argo, by one of the best working directors today, Ben Affleck.
0: <laughs> one of. One, one of. of.
3: Not the best. Not like Scott likes to think that I say. Uh, Beast Just, of the Southern Wild. Uh, no. I, hey, don't make me pull the audio. Don't make me uh, lay that down. Uh, yeah. Beast of the Southern yeah. Wild, which is, uh, what, that girl's like eight, nine years old. She's nominated for Best Actress.
0: Oh, we have to do that again this year? Yeah. Do we always, every two years, we have to nominate, like, a 10-year-old for best actor? which I can't is even ludic- pronounce her name. Which is ludicrous in every sense of the fucking... You're. There are actors who spend, like, decades upon decades fine-tuning, honing the craft, and then some 10-year-old comes out and makes cute faces at the screen, like, Oh, she's a natural best best... Uh. It's like a feel-good, cutesy bullshit promotional thing. It's... Oh. I, I, I hate is... it every time they do it. Dakota Fanning 12... did it right? Dakota Fanning, right? Am I um,
3: wrong? Um it wasn't Dakota Fanning, it was somebody
0: else.
3: Fuck, the girl from True Blood and um
0: And it's she never was best X- supported. She was it, an
3: X-Men. But she actually won for the piano. What the fuck and again, was her name? I don't remember her name. Uh but was the, I can't woman. I can't even pronounce her name. It's Kwevin Zane or Quevin Zahani.
0: That's because she's not from around here.
3: <laughs> but her last name's Wallace. <laughs> it's like Quevin Zamba- Baller- Wallace.
0: Oh, this one this this is a uh, this is a liberal Hollywood film. Oh, is uh, it? Well, face faced with both her hot tempered father's fading health and melting ice caps that flood her Ramshackle bayou community. <laughs> so so it's 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 uh it's about lack health care and about global warming. There you go. Double threat. There you go.
3: Uh, Moving on is The Life of Pi, directed by Ang Lee.
0: Hang on, hang on. I just got to back up. Her her character's name in the film is Hush Puppy.
3: Super. Hush Puppy?
0: Yeah. Okay. It's based on a stage play.
3: I'm sorry, go ahead. Anyway, Life of Pi, which, and I know the book is revered as one of the best written novels in the last, you know, whatever, two decades, three decades, whatever the fuck it was written. It's an Indian guy on a boat with a tiger. Okay? And he, he, he ends up in some, you know, uh, some weather. <laughs>
0: That's That sounds like something you order off a menu in, like, a cat house.
3: Right. And uh, it's can just I, can two I can hours. Yeah, can I it's two it? hours of that. I'm sorry. Did I ruin your potential joke?
0: Yeah, you ruined my potential joke. Go ahead. Because I love. was
3: still talking when you tried to do it.
0: No, there was a there was a nice pause, and then I a got nice half of it
3: in. Do I need? Uh, yeah, f- okay.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think races are decided with the amount of pause I had there.
0: <laughs> and I was in there, and then you cut me off. All right. Mm,
3: Is that what it was? Anyway, uh, Life of Pi by directed by Ang Lee. It's just another artsy fartsy type film, and of course the Academy is just creaming all over it. Um, and you know, for all I know, it's good, but
0: all, I had all I was- zero
3: interest in seeing it. When I saw the trailer.
0: All I was going to say was Indian and a tiger on a lifeboat sounds like a sexual uh, combo you'd buy from a prostitute. That's all I was going to say. Avast virus database has Thank been you, updated. Thank you, Avast. You're the You're best. you Fuck. What?
3: Uh, <laughs> no, my Avast just decided to tell everyone it's updated. You're not, not even listening to me. Virus definitions. Of course I'm listening to you.
0: you. You just mute me until my mouth stops moving on the screen. I know that.
3: you used. You, you said that last week.
0: I, uh, and it was just as true then. What, I, I what, else, what else? I,
3: I, I remember uh, Lincoln, which has the most nominations this year with twelve. Uh, Silver yeah. Linings Playbook, directed by uh, I think his name is Jerry O' Russell or Ken O' Russell. Fucking romantic comedy, right? It's a romantic comedy with um, Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence. Uh,
0: oh yeah. okay don't tell mom
3: yeah jesus Christ. Don't tell mom. I, you, don't you tell know mom. what i hate you know you know what i hate about the internet today very quickly is if you click on something you can't fucking stop the commercial that it forces you to listen to you can't oh, mute oh, that, it you can't pause it you can't do any of that shit
0: that's what you get for clicking on things
3: i wanted more information
0: I, i'm pretty much done with bradley cooper uh he was great in the, in, in uh hangover the hangover and that was it that was i'm done
3: I like them still. Did yeah. JuraVast just update too? <laughs> I just
0: heard it. I don't, I don't know what you mean.
3: <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's just got ironic that, that they sent the update out at the same time. And uh, everyone that's that has it just got it now at the same exact time too.
0: And, and what else? What else we got?
3: Uh, moving on is uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Which is yeah. about the uh, the killing of o- o- Osama bin Laden.
0: Yeah, great.
3: You got Less Miserables, Les mm-hmm. Miserables. And lastly, and I haven't seen it and I already know I want it to win Best Picture, is Django Unchained. Which I already know will not win Best Picture. Because I Quentin was... Tarantino was not nominated for Best Director.
0: And, and, and that's, that, that's usually... That's the... That's that's just a it's just what's happened in the past. It's not a rule. He can still win. Uh, I'm not saying he will, but that you know that doesn't exclude him.
3: Um, I think it does. I think it's a telltale sign of.
0: It's a sign, but it's not a rule.
3: Usually, even if the even if the film wins and the director doesn't, the director's still nominated.
0: No, usually right, but he still can win course he can still it's just win. not it's just not probable
3: it is very unprobable but
0: right now i i was lucky enough to see uh Django chain last weekend
3: i haven't seen it yet and i'm dying to
0: it's fucking awesome uh, it's just 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 it. just great great it, it, it does not feel like two hours and 40 minutes really it does awesome. not feel like it at all
3: So I think I uh, heard somewhere... As a matter of fact, I I did hear it somewhere. Uh, Quentin Tarantino was recently on Howard Stern talking about how he wants to do 10 films and then quit. He wants to quit after 10. And I don't know if he'll stick to that, but he's just saying that he doesn't want to keep doing film if he doesn't feel he can do it to uh, the excellence that he feels he's pushing out right now.
0: You know, I'm so fucking tired of these filmmakers... Uh, who feel the need to talk about how much they're not gonna do? Yeah, like Kevin Smith saying, "I'm gonna end my career after the next film," and then Tarantino's, "I don't want to do more than this." Tell you what, stop talking about what you're not gonna fucking do, and just do, just do. Cause I don't give a shit. You know, don't don't tell me how your career is gonna end. Just fucking do it, and we'll decide how your career ends for you. I agree with I, that. I love Tarantino, but every movie he says something that pisses me off. With *Inglorious* <laughs> ba- *Bastard*,s it was the, uh, well, you know, I can't explain why I spelled "bastard" with an "e." You know, you don't, you don't question like the flourish of an artist. It's like, no, you don't, because it was just for market marketing reasons. You fucking ass, why would you lie about that? Why would you lie about that?
3: Why would he tell the truth though?
0: because it's the truth and it's fucking blatantly obvious why why would you just say well it's because they wouldn't advertise in these uh you know the midwest if we had bastards in the title so we had to misspell it purposely just say it you know and then this one he comes out does, i will say oh, I this
3: though i will say this about that even when it was announced on hsx it was spelled incorrectly even when it was a concept but Not still, that that should have that that has any bearing on it at all, but it did get misspelled even as back as six seven years ago.
0: Great, it's still that's still the reason as far as is you know. Give me give me a different reason and I'll say okay I was wrong, but that's the reason. And then for this one, go, like, well I, I don't want to call it a western because it takes place like in the in the south, so I want to call it a southern. Says dude, it's a fucking western. <laughs> it's a fucking western. How many Westerns took place in Texas? Oh, quite a few. What the, what the, what the fuck? I mean, it's, it's like he doesn't want to be... He's trying to define himself. So no, you don't define yourself. You made a fucking Western. Stop trying to be more original than you already are. You, if I, Oh, I hate Dick because I like him too, and I like what he does. But he always says one thing, it's just like, well, why did you have to do that? Now you're a dick.
3: Maybe you should try and get him on the show after oh, successfully I, getting Wes Anderson.
0: I, I don't know anybody who's named uh, Tarantino. <laughs> i know a it's few a tarantinos
3: but no Quentin's.
0: exactly it's a much less common name
3: it is much less common
0: i was lucky enough to have a class with a wes anderson hell I and, mean, yeah
3: that's true too that's why true too. And the,
0: you have to jump on that when that happens you know
3: you do you definitely do uh should we move on to the best actor category just blow that out of the water real quick
0: um well first how many films on the best picture list have you seen
3: uh, let's see. I have seen a grand total of zero.
0: Okay, I'm ahead by one.
3: You've seen Django. Right. I will be seeing Django in the very near future. I will be seeing Zero Dark Thirty, Silver Linings Playbook, Lincoln, and Argo, and Life of well- Pi. I should be able to see all of those, because uh, I have some free time coming to me. I should be able to get to them.
0: Well, we usually try to watch all as many Oscar films as possible before our big Oscar special. Well,
3: well I know those are in my immediate future.
0: Okay. I'm just saying. That we we, yeah. we that's what we usually try to do, so hopefully mm-hmm. we'll both see all 9 of these.
3: That is the plan.
0: Yeah, because now because we usually we're,
3: tend to do we usually tend to do um a broadcast from either my house or your house.
0: I, we all know, we
3: all know how last year's went.
0: I have no idea what you're talking about.
3: You you, you sure do. <laughs>
0: I really don't.
3: Yeah, you know, you might not remember much. Actually, I have the video. Are you video posting that video you. at any point? Uh, when I, when I have some time, I did intend on. I don't on think doing you
0: something. should, but whatever you do.
3: Okay, you gave me it the depends, okay, so.
0: And anybody listening, if you didn't listen to our last Oscar special, you're not missing anything. Don't worry about it.
3: <laughs> yeah, you don't want to listen to the last 20 minutes of that show.
0: There will be no At drinking. All. It's Oscar special. That's all I'm going to say.
3: No, I still have uh, the chocolate whipped vodka from last but year.
0: I don't, don't even mention. No, no. Uh I can't actor. smell it.
3: I can't smell it anymore.
0: The actor.
3: Best actor. Yes. Uh, Bradley Cooper for Silver Linings Playbook.
0: Yeah.
3: Daniel Day-Lewis for Lincoln.
0: Yeah. Hugh Jackman
3: for Les Misérables, which I think is going to be our winner this year.
0: Probably yeah. I just fucking
3: uh, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix for the master, which I'm and interested Den-
0: to seeing definitely.
3: I I definitely want to see that. And Denzel Washington for Flight. Nope. Um, I I I think it comes down to Daniel Day Lewis and Hugh Jackman, and I think Hugh Jackman's got it.
0: I, yeah, but I, um, I don't know. I think it's a toss up between Les Mis and Lincoln on whether we're going to go Frenchy classic or or American history.
3: Are you talking about Best Picture?
0: Uh. Yeah, but for both. I, I think. Well, I, I think. I, th- I think. Best ways.
3: picture. I think. Best picture goes. Uh, Life of Pi, Le Miserables, or Amour. I think those no. are the three. I think those are the three. And I think. It's and, and I flash. think. I think. I'm. I think. I'm going to lean towards Le Miserables. I think Hollywood is wants to go in that direction this year.
0: it, it It's. A, I think it's an even tie between Le Miser and Lincoln. Yeah, that's me. Uh, okay. supporting actor. I, I don't know. Supporting actor is always just so like.
3: Supporting actor, you got Alan Arkin from Argo. It's Robert always just the guys who
0: didn't make it into act lead actor. That's all. I just... Yeah,
3: Robert De Niro in Silver Linings Playbook, which I think this is the first time De Niro's been nominated in probably fifteen years,
0: well, maybe even good longer.
3: Reason. Well, of course, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman in The Master, Tommy mm-hmm. Lee Jones in Lincoln, and Christoph Waltz in Django Unchained. He, he he's fucking great. And you know what? Uh, I I would see no problem with giving him another Oscar, but I, I just get the feeling that Hollywood just no. or they just they don't they don't like doing that. They just yeah, it's don't all like politics. Doing that. Yeah, it's it all really politics. does feel that way.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Actress in a leading role. You have Jessica Chastain in Zero Dark Thirty, Jennifer Lawrence in Silver Linings Playbook, Emmanuel Riva from A More, Emmanuel. Wallace from Beasts of Southern Wild. And oh, it's Watts pronounced. From, not in mine. Whatever. Uh, Naomi Watts for *The Impossible*. Um, you know Jennifer Lawrence. She has you know such nice eyes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and I and that's what I mean too. By the way. Um, no, it just she's a pretty face. She's very curvy. I just seeing her in *The Hunger Games*. I just don't see her getting an Oscar nomination for this film. Now, when she did uh, *Winner's Bone*, totally different story, totally different story. Performance was out of this world, and for all I know, she does it again in this. But this is just a romantic comedy. I just don't see it standing out.
0: Is is this sexist of me to say that I don't give a shit about the uh, actress nominees at all? It could be. Okay, I mean, it it could be. Not trying to be, but I. It's only sexist.
3: It's only sexist if you care about the men's categories.
0: I care a little bit more about the men's categories. Then it's I mean, justice. like, <laughs> don't I don't know why I just I'm just it just never eh. as goes I always gl- gloss over the uh, the um, actress categories. I don't right. know
3: uh, actress in a supporting role is Amy Adams for The Master, Sally Field for Lincoln, Anne Hathaway for Les Mis, Helen Hunt for The Sessions, Jackie Weaver for Silver Linings Playbook, and again I think you're looking at Anne Hathaway for Les Mis. Uh uh-huh. She didn't have to show her her boobs this year
0: to get nominated, right? Can we, now can um, we skip over to screenplays? If you want, I was going to yeah, do animated I, I, film. Now skip that because it's all shit. Uh, go to. Well, screenplays I was just going to
3: gonna go with uh, Frankenweenie is going to be the winner this year. I'm I'm calling it now, just because Why? it's Tim Burton and there's because it's Tim Burton and nothing else. They they they, they just love Tim Burton so
0: but frankenweenie and, and paranorman like are almost interchangeable really. almost
3: but tim burton didn't do paranorman so there you go well,
0: maybe, maybe the they'll difference. give it to them because he did
3: nah, maybe not what do you want to do
0: so, uh, the screenplay categories original and uh the adaptation oh,
3: I, I thought you said you didn't want to do them
0: no i said i do i want to i want to go over the screenplay ones they're my favorite categories that's
3: why I thought, thought when you said you didn't, I'm like, that sounds kind of weird. Why didn't anyone? No, I said,
0: I said, can we go to those now?
3: All right, let's go. Adapted screenplay, original screenplay. What do you want to do first?
0: Oh, just it uh, doesn't matter.
3: Okay, original screenplay is a more written by Amor. Michael Haniki or whatever his name mm-hmm. is. He's the director. Django Unchained by Quentin Tarantino. Flight by John Gatkins Gattins. Moonrise Kingdom by Wes Anderson we just had him on and Zero Dark Thirty by Mark Boll
0: I'm going to make a, an early prediction and say Moonrise Kingdom uh, I, I think the only reason Django Unchained isn't going to get it because they say nigger too much
3: yeah, and maybe maybe, yeah and I think and that's if, a bullshit excuse
0: oh no, I agree but that's still the way it's going to fly and uh, I, I don't think Zero Dark Thirty is going to get that because it, it might get more further up I, I got a feeling that like Moonrise might get it just because they still like Wes Anderson. I, I,
3: I, I think you're right, but I think if there is any competition between that, it's going to be that and Django. Just yeah, because I don't, Qu- you know, Quentin Tarantino, he's always
0: he's always uh, in the in the mix. For yeah, that. but I, I just don't, I just think he's in a long shot with this one because of the controversy around it. Yeah,
3: as a matter of fact, as lame this. Uh, when he was asked about not winning Best Picture for *Inglorious Bastards, he said he was less mad about not winning Best Picture than he was that he didn't get original screenplay.
0: Oh, as he should. That, that was a you fucking know. brilliant screenplay. I Yes, know. yes it
3: was. Yes and it was, it was a brilliant
0: direct... That, was, that film was just fucking brilliant. Sorry.
3: Yes, it was. Uh, best or writing uh, adapted screenplay is adapted Argo screenplay. by mm-hmm. Chris Terrio. Beast of the Southern Wild uh, by Lucy Alabar and Bane Zeitlin. Life of Pi by David McGee. Lincoln by Tony Kushner. And Silver Linings Playbook by David O. Russell, who's also the director. I I think... Yeah? Life of Pi or Lincoln. It's going to be one of those two.
0: I I think it's a toss-up, but I think it leans a bit more towards Life of Pi with you. Just just because.
3: I think so. Yeah. Just because the book is so so revered yeah it, it's just one of those books that uh, it's it's one of those new uh, one of those books that kids are made to read now whereas when we were young we were made to read you know um, you kids read that I believe so really? maybe not maybe maybe middle schoolers and high schoolers but uh-huh. you know when we were going to school it was blessed the beast and the children we were forced to read awesome yeah it was very good um like that uh, we you know what we were we were made to read the book and then we watched the film. Um, why, would exper- as a, as an teacher, why would you two do Two different two different experiences. Yeah, <laughs> why, why,
0: why why would you do that? I don't know. Uh,
3: I don't know maybe uh, and from what I remember, the 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 teacher liked both. Of course, they liked the book better, which was the right choice. But maybe you know maybe they just wanted to kill you know a couple of days in class
0: yeah it's, unfortunately it's probably at the long haul you know, I, don't, I don't know
3: but we were, um, we read the book and then we were we read we watched the movie
0: what other uh categories are you interested in
3: um why well, you know what during our uh earlier when I talked about the hobbit not getting nominated for anything that's not true it was nominated for visual effects I'm looking at it now mm-hmm um which and and make probably it'll probably win for that I definitely uh, see it winning for that.
0: Or for visual effects?
3: Yeah. I mean, uh, it's either that or the Avengers.
0: I was about to say either that, Avengers, maybe even Prometheus, but I...
3: I don't know. They look too... They look too gummy. Yeah, the aliens we're biased
0: that. too because we hated the film as a whole. Yeah. I mean, that was fair.
3: <laughs> Let's see. What other categories can we talk about here? So uh, oh, I mean, until we shit. see
0: more of these films, uh, not you know, like much. Like,
3: the, like the documentaries and short films and all that. It just we just be reading off names. I agree. You know,
0: stop stop yawning over there. And uh, uh, the other the other animated features we mentioned Frank Frank and Weenie and Paranorman, and mm-hmm. then there's Brave, The Pirates, and uh, Wreck It Ralph. Just really subpar selection all around. It was really a weak year for animation. Well, it just seems every
3: category gets weaker every year.
0: I don't know. I think there's a lot of good films this year as opposed to... Well, look at it this way. When they when they pulled the whole, now we're going to have ten best pictures instead of five, Right. I mean, they filled it with a lot of shit just because they had to. At least, I mean, Argo, Les Mis, whether or not we enjoy it as filmgoers, I'm sure it's very well done from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Lincoln, Django, I mean... Th- I would say there's a lot of good films out this year, but I, I'm just for animated feature. Liter- literally, it's just like just. Well, I, w- some- I will.
3: I will say this on the list. There's only one, two, three, four movies that I probably wouldn't wouldn't go out of my way to see, and that's Les Mis, uh, Life of Pi, A More, and Silver Linings Playbook. Or I'm sorry, beasts of the southern wild. I probably would not go out of my way to see any of those. But with that said, um, Les Mis lo- looks interesting enough for me to see it. Life of Pi, because I just I know I want to hate it, so that's why I will see it. And a more really, I'm gonna I'm gonna force myself to watch that because I really don't give a flying fuck about watching that film. <sighs> And, and the same, be goes for, same goes for Beasts of the Southern Wild. Just do not care one iota about seeing I, either one of those.
0: I, I think you're closing, your off, closing yourself off too soon to what could be very good films. I, I think you're... Oh, I'm just... No, no, no. What, I, what I'm saying is, under normal circumstances, I wouldn't go
3: out of my way to see either one. They just don't right. look appealing to me at all.
0: But, but because and, and that... they're
3: nominated, I will
0: in that case i mean let's put it this way at least it's what isn't like the year where we had to watch the blind side oh yeah and that that one um like that one the one film or the, the that memoir where she marries the marries the guy and doesn't have sex with him and somehow she's she's like the victim oh that
3: was um
0: that piece of shit
3: oh what was the fuck that was called that was that was I out re- the same year
0: yeah, it was the same year. Yeah. I mean, there have been worse years where we've had to watch a lot of, like, just crap. And I don't think this is one of those years. Like, for myself, Zero Dark 30. No interest. Not into that kind of film. Don't like it. Maybe it'll be good. I don't you know. But I, I don't think it's going to be a subpar film. It's just not going to be my style. Right. You know, I, I think Blindside, honestly, was an overrated piece of crap. That's just, I, you know, I just. No, I, really I agree. Yeah. Um, people just read into it what they wanted to and they didn't really actually just... <laughs> an
3: education. It was called an, edu- an education.
0: An education, right? It was an education on how to blame everything in your life on everybody else and try to be the victim when you come ahead in the end. It's like, right. what the fuck? <laughs> I, yeah. <sighs> yeah it, it, it takes a really strong person to write a, a memoir where you where you are like on top in uh, every situation and where everything turns out right for you at the end, and in right. uh, none of it's your fault. It takes a really yeah. strong person to write a memoir like that.
3: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it for the noms, uh, unless you have I, something else you're interested in talking about.
0: Um, documentary short. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maggie Simpson is an, an animated short film. She is. There's actually there's a Simpsons cartoon in animated short film. That's enough for that category. I'm done there. Oh my. Um, that's that's like that's like uh, when they bringing professional sports figures into the Olympics for basketball. That's what that is right there. That just (laughs) seems like that just seems like that seems like unfair. Yeah. No, I think that's it. Until we see more of these, it's it's going to be a race to see them, though. And uh, the bet is on between you and I on who can, I think can watch so. more of these. Uh, well, I, I have us-
3: usually usually you watch more than I do.
0: Not usually. Sometimes we come neck and neck.
3: I think I've only watched every single one one of the years, and and that's only when they went to the ten film format. When they were yeah. at five. I had zero problem watching all five. I can get five
0: in. was sure, That one year I couldn't even get five in. It's like, I think it was the year that uh, Ray Charles, uh, that Ray was up. I was like, I, I can't even, I don't want to sit through this. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that, that year I, I watched like two of them. I, I couldn't even bring myself to watch everything else. It was just, right. uh, uh, but no, I, I, until we see more of these, we'll be reviewing these Oscar films, uh, in weeks to come. Coming up to Oscars, we're going to try to review as many of them as possible Agreed. here and on the website. Uh, we're, we're catching up on that. But uh, up, 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 up until then, though, I think that's it for this episode. Don't you agree, sir? I think so. I do. I think. Yeah, we need to jump into our Strangers real quickly. We, we got some fun stuff to go over there. Uh, if you're not listening to Strangers in a Strange Land and you're listening to this show, then you're only catching half the fun. Uh check us out strangers in a strange land on itunes uh if you do that search all you'll get is our podcast a couple of religious things and the Heinlein book on audio so it's really easy to catch other than that right. joey joey will take it over as far where else you can find us
3: all right you guys can download all of these episodes at our website at moviesuctastic.com you can listen to them there as well you can also watch the live feed for live stream from the site or you can go to Livestream.com forward slash movie every Thursday night at 8 o'clock. You can also go to iTunes and review all of our episodes there or download them and listen to them uh, as well. You can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. You can leave us email at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. You look like you're having a little trouble over there.
0: I gotta pee.
3: Oh, um, man. I need a refill on my drink.
0: My word, words of wisdom for this uh, episode yeah. are, are are don't tell people you're going to have them talking with a famous person on your podcast because it just destroys relationships and uh, ruins lives. They trusted you. Such a dick. <laughs> Horrible. And for all you people that tuned in actually listening, wanting to listen to Wes Anderson, uh, I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> He's not, but he'll tell what? you that.
0: I'm sorry, but thank you for the bandwidth. And we hope you stick, stick around so we can lie to you, lie to you again in the future.
3: <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. See you later.